saying this uh, we the fans after dark is going to be a, the best way to say this because uh, i'm pretty sure that this is going to be the most unique location that we ever do this show i am joe hunk and you can majority of the time watch this show on monday afternoons here on kcpn now I'm going to go ahead and say that if you are listening to this on the Apple podcast, then you're only getting about half the action. So we always ask you to go give us a like, subscribe, make sure that you follow us, no matter if it is Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube live, and also, you know, again, Periscope and those sort of things. So let me go ahead and explain exactly where I am tonight because Normally, I am in a studio, a normal radio studio, but my son, who is two years old, who turned two in October, is sick and has been sick for like the last three or four days. So I've been home for the last three or four days. So today I was actually able to get back to my studio to get my equipment that I'm normally using to do this show elsewhere. So tonight I'm in my garage. It's actually not even my garage. It's my father-in-law's garage, which is where me and my family are living right now while while our house is being built like directly across the street from where we are right now. So if you're watching this, no, this is not a tool show. This is not a how-to video. This is not a uh, video. By the way, He's got some motorcycles back here. Legit. I'm telling you, some legit motorcycles directly behind me as we speak. But that's not why you're here, okay? You're not here to talk about and to uh, interact about some motorcycles or the fact that I'm doing this from a garage or the fact that I've got this huge box directly beside me right now uh, that has all of uh, my stuff in it. And I've got boxes throughout this entire garage that I could show you right now of where all of our stuff is until the house gets built right across the street. Our girl Gat is in. Now, with Gracie being in, I've got to make sure that I say this and say this properly. I promise to be out before 8 o'clock. I've got my watch set because the reason why I say that is because since normally we're on on a Monday afternoon at 12 o'clock, nobody ever really kind of gets in the way of the three B's as they get going at 8 o'clock. So I know those guys are watching. I know that they're making sure that I am done with we the fans so that they can get on and talk about some professional wrestling which by the way their show tonight is going to be legit i promise you that mark how's it going welcome into the show my friend gracie talking about chiefs that's right it is all about the kansas city chiefs and the tampa bay bucks but it's all about those guys getting in to the Super Bowl, which did we ever really doubt that they were going to get into the Super Bowl, even when Gracie threatened to fire me about three weeks ago over the reason why I said the Chiefs are not going to win the Super Bowl. I still said they were getting to the Super Bowl. 
Okay, so any any Chiefs fans that's listening in the Kansas City area, I, I've said that they were going to get there. Now let's see how let's see how well Gracie's been paying attention since I know that she is on. Gracie, what was the one team that I said the Kansas City Chiefs did not want to see in the Super Bowl? In Tampa, the beginning of February, who would most likely be rocking the home uniforms? Most likely. I say that. I say that because that team was in the NFC Championship game. So let's get going with what happened on Sunday evening. It's actually afternoon. Our Tampa Bay Buccaneers going at it. Tom Brady. The GOAT going up to Lambeau Field and taking on the Green Bay Packers. And this drive was perfect for a opening drive for the for the Bucks. Look at how Tom Brady is and his ability to use that touch just to get to Mike Evans. I love the fact that Mark's already giving his predictions in. But look, this right here, the reason why we're showing you this is because... This defense is nasty. This defensive line, who was like fifth in the NFL in sacks this year, was nasty for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Bad secondary play was the reason why the Packers were able to get that touchdown to tie it up. You get into the second quarter now, still tied at seven, and that offensive line for Brady giving him enough time to throw this deep pass to Godwin. And now this is what ends up happening. He gets the handoff. He gives this to Fournette. It's first and ten, and look at how nasty this is. Is the four the the LSU running back, which there's going to be a lot of those in the Super Bowl, which as you know, gets the big touchdown run, and the and the Bucks go up 14 to nothing after a field goal. Pat gets the ball back after the the Bucks go three and out, and watch this. Packers get sacked, then the interception. This is what's going to set up what could have already been the dagger in this ball game because third and three. Brady goes for it. He throws this pass, which pay attention to the way he threw that football because he threw that football the exact same way for majority of his deep passes. Fourth and three now after talking Bruce Arians in, throws it to Leonard Fournette, gets the first down. Now they're on the 39-yard line, and we all know what happened after that. Right there to Miller, he's going to be a problem in the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that in just a little bit, but that right there was almost the dagger. Then you fast forward into the beginning of the third quarter. Packers get the football. They're on their own 30. Boom! Boom! Look at that hit. Okay, I know that the Chiefs are going to be playing the Bucks. That was a legit hit. Here's another play. Wide open, over the middle. Linebacker bit on the play fake, and then boom, that linebacker was wide open in the end zone. Still in the third quarter, and look at how much Aaron Rodgers is having to run around. Now, he does get this pass off. He gets it to about the seven-yard line. It's first and goal, and then you see Rodgers still getting a little bit of time. They finally score a touchdown to get this to within 11. All right, now you're still in the third quarter. Brady, this is where it starts to get ugly for Brady. You get the one bad pass here. 
horrible throw, double coverage, safety read it, and the Packers end up getting that. And then you see this run by the Packers. You can see it right there that you can tell that the Packers were starting to get a little bit of momentum. Then they score the second touchdown to get it within, what, five? That's when they go for two on this play. Now, they're not going to get it. Because you hit your receiver in the hands, and that's the worst place to do that, especially in the end zone. Then here comes Brady again. Another. That one's not his fault. It was a little overthrown for Mike Evans. And then you saw the interception right there. That's his second interception in a row that he threw. I'm showing you this for a purpose. We'll see it again next week when we start breaking down more film on We The Fans. But you have the interception. Then Rodgers gets it back. 11 and a half minutes to go. Takes a huge sack on third down, end up having to punt. Brady gets this back and then throws one of the most god-awful passes that I think he's ever thrown in his entire career. And in doing so, yet another turnover for the GOAT. Now, eight and a half minutes to go. Rodgers, big play right here because then you're going to see the incomplete pass, but he has to once again punt the football. It's now the Bucks get it, and that is one play. This plastic rock, the only thing, if, it did, if this did nothing else, which you'll see here in just a second, leads to nothing. And the Bucks end up having to kick a field goal to go up by eight. That's also going to be important later on. So they get it by eight now. And now Rodgers gets the football back with four minutes to go. And this is the drive that everybody's talked about for the last 48 hours. Rodgers now on the 28-yard line. Three minutes to go in this game. Another solid gain. He's going to stop there at the 20-yard line. He's at 19 and a half. Now it's third and one. Gets a big third down uh, conversion right here. Devontae Adams gets down to the eight. It's now third and goal. Rodgers scrambling. Plenty of room in front of him. Throws the pass. And then we see that the Packers then settle for this field goal, which in turn is going to be something that may cost you not just the season, which it does, because Brady then comes back third and four. And then you have this pass interference call, which I don't want to hear from any Packer fan about how bad of a pass interference call this was. You could see his jersey and his T-shirt underneath that jersey being pulled. That causes the first down and then in turn, then causes the Bucks to have to just get one more first down and they have the ability to kill the clock. That's exactly what the Bucks do right there. And now you see Tom Brady and the GOAT celebrating because they know they're going to be playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium and in front of like probably 50, 50 maybe 45% capacity. All right, let's get to some of these comments that have been going on before we get to the fun highlights. All right, Mark says, uh, he says that the final score of the Super Bowl is going to be Chiefs 28, Bucks 17. Janet says, hello. Hi, how are you doing, man? Mark also says, Chiefs are hard to cover. I just don't think the Bucks can keep up with the Chiefs offense. That's going to be very important because I agree with the speed of the of uh, the speed of the Chiefs defense and then our Chiefs offense and then turning it around and the reason why you have two bugged secondary players that are not going to be playing in the Super Bowl and you have a secondary that's given up about 20 more yards passing in the playoffs than what they did in the regular season 
Yes, that's absolutely going to play a factor. And then here's the reason why this could be, because I will say the Bills did come out with a solid game plan for the Chiefs. And here's exactly what I'm talking about. Now, this is going to be your opening drive or your second drive by the Bills. And fantastic defense by the Chiefs. This is what you're going to have to see coming up in two weeks because then you see Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. There we go. Wrong Allen. I apologize. Scrambles. He still doesn't get the first down. Tom Brady's not going to be scrambling like that. Let's be honest. Okay, Chiefs fans, I'm sorry. This does have to be shown because this is really important. Okay? Hardman fumbles this. Puts the puts the Bills on the three-yard line. Very next play. Very easy route. Scores a touchdown. Chiefs go up 9-0 because the Bills miss the, mix the extra point. Then here comes the fun stuff. Mahomes to Kelsey. That got said a lot on Sunday night. Watch again. Mahomes dropping back to Kelsey. Once again, another first down. The reason why you're seeing these highlights of just the opening drive is because you may have to see this type of play coming up in two weeks. The Bills love to use a cover two in this, Tampa two, whichever way you want to call it. And they loved doing that, causing. Look at the two deep, or the two deep Bills players, Mahomes, causing him to continue to have to throw underneath routes and get his wide receivers to have to cross over the, the first down marker to get that first down. Fourth and one. I think we know a play is going to happen because I think that's the same play the Chiefs love to run every single fourth down play that they have. I love that Hardman was able to get this touchdown to give him some confidence back. Chiefs once again now in the second quarter once again Mikael Hardman gets his gets his wide receiver reverse gets a huge gain on this play that's going to be another reason that it was so great to get him back in the offense because he didn't have time to think about the miss the the misplay then you have the Kelsey catch again another underneath pass that you were able to see Mahomes once again hands off the football to Williams by the way another LSU running back and he scores this touchdown for the Chiefs to get the lead after this they were going to have the lead for the remainder of the game. Mahomes against to Kelsey. Kelsey, I got real nervous there when his legs slipped out from underneath him. I was I was making sure it wasn't hyperextended or anything. Here's the other thing with Mahomes. He was not 100% on Sunday. Watch how he's running. That turf toe is still hurting him. Now, obviously, the concussion wasn't hurting him because he wouldn't have been able to play if he didn't have it. But... He was not his same self. You kind of saw that in the fourth quarter. We'll see it here in just a little bit. But continue to see short routes, short routes, short routes. That is what the Bills did with that secondary. Look, it's even gets circled. Tony Romo circled it in this play. This is what you're going to have to do. And Mark, this is the speed you're talking about. Tyreek Hill, hard to tackle. We all know he's the fastest man in the NFL. Uh, okay, this was just that was just a legit hit. Okay. It just had to be shown because that was a legit hit. But by this point in time, I said on Twitter, if you follow me at Joe Hunk, that this play and this drive was the biggest drive in the game. Because with it being 24 to 12, even halfway through the third quarter, if the Bills did not get into the end zone, this game was over. Now third and three, six minutes to go in the third quarter. Allen again with a bad pass out of the end zone. Them settling for this field goal called ball game. 
because you knew the very next drive the Chiefs were going to score and this thing was going to be over. And you saw it again. Another short route, 10-yard routes where we saw a lot from the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill busting this big play right here to get the Chiefs close once again. And then the Chiefs just pushed this one in for yet again another touchdown. The speed of this team, and this was a beautiful pass, the little toss to Kelsey, Kelsey getting the touchdown, and and after that point in time, this was ball game. I don't care what happened the remainder of the game. I don't care that the Bills were able to get the onside kick and they were able to to then score again. When that when that interception happened, I could hear the city of Kansas City starting to celebrate. I could hear people over there on their computers just going ahead and scheduling a trip to Tampa if you've got the $10,000 to pay for one ticket. But that was what you started to see. Now watch Mahomes running. This is what I'm talking about. There's still a little bit of a limp there and that's going to be a worry and something that the Chiefs fans should be paying attention to for the next two weeks. Is it enough that it's going to be a major fear in the Super Bowl? No. But I'm talking about the difference in a couple of plays if Mahomes is having to scramble or if you see these good defensive linemen for the Bucs get a hit in uh, on the lower part of that waist on a sack and could possibly make that injury worse. And then you see this touchdown here. At this point in time, this is just laughable. Like, I mean, if you're watching right now and you're and you're a Chiefs fan, which majority of our Chiefs fans that are listening are, then... You, when Kelsey scored that touchdown to make it 38-15, to 15, it just became laughable then. And then you see Allen get this touchdown. Nobody cared about this touchdown. Nobody cared about him. Because then after, once you saw this play and you saw how well Darrell Williams once again got a good 10-yard run and then takes the knee, this is ball game. Chiefs win. They're going to the Super Bowl, and it is going to be Chiefs and Bucks coming up next Sunday night. And look, we have we have an entire show coming up on Monday of next week that is going to you know really preview this football game. So basically tonight, this is kind of a how are you feeling for the next like twenty minutes before I have to hand it over to our man, our guys three Bs as they start talking about some wrestling because the Royal Rumble is coming up on Sunday. So make sure that you're paying attention to that. Again, if you are listening to this podcast and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, first off, give us that five star review. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so that every single time that we post a new podcast, which by the way, we have a ton of new podcasts that come up every single week. You will get them the very moment that they go live on Apple Podcasts. I mean, we want you to follow us on Spotify and everything else, but Apple Podcasts is just kind of a favorite. Whoa! I didn't know that was your mom! (laughs) That was awesome, Grace. He's like, wait, my mom was on here? Absolutely, she was on here. Janet, it was that Janet. I thought it was a Janet that, that was from you know, where I'm from. So I, I had no idea. So Janet, I didn't even pay attention to the last name and I should have saw the Terrell and been like, boom, there we go. Okay. So yes, Gracie, your mom was on because she loves the show. 
just like everybody else should love the show. You should like KCPN. You should give the shares. You should subscribe to the Apple Podcast. And you need to watch us because if you're listening to the Apple Podcast right now and I was breaking down some of those plays and what you were going to see on the defense, look, I'm going to be straight with you. You're only getting about half the podcast, man. You really, really are. You only get half the podcast of me sitting in the garage directly across from my, my father-in-law's like, look at this workstation. I mean, for real, that man has, this is like a Lowe's back here, like a Home Depot. This is like the fake set that College Game Day likes to make, except it's legit. This right here, you know how much stuff is in that red case right there? There's some stuff I know because I've had to use it every once in a while to to build a few things. By the way, I'm not going to say that I'm going to troll some Bills fans and Bills fans are watching, but I'm doing this on a great, brand new, beautiful, unused folding table that normally would be collapsed by a Buffalo Bill and Bills Mafia. But that didn't happen because you were never into this football game. Like, that's the great thing about this. As as excited as Bucks fans are, and I hope there's a ton watching right now. I hope that you're paying attention and you're listening to this because the next two weeks are going to be super fun. And again, we have time to talk X's and O's. That's next week, okay? But to think about this, the GOAT. Mahomes. I'm not going to use the line for that that we're starting to see on the t-shirts, which I mean we all know what it is. It's the goat versus the kid, okay? If you're a wrestling fan, and the 3Bs are going to be coming up here in about 19 minutes. This is WrestleMania 18. The Rock. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Going up against Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That is what this is. If you are a wrestling fan, this is this is the matchup, okay? Hogan wasn't that great when WrestleMania 18 took place, which was, I believe, 2002. But it was Hollywood Hogan. It was Toronto. It was the Sky Dome. It was the very building that Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior tore the house down. If you've got WWE Network, just go back and watch it, okay? Hollywood Hulk Hogan came in in the NWO colors, just came out to the NWO song, walking down the ramp. But the last time he was in that exact same arena, that exact same baseball stadium, He was Hulk Hogan in the yellow and red, ripping off the Hulk rule shirt. Just like the last time Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl, he was wearing the Patriots gear. Belichick beside him, running out the tunnel, knowing that they were about to win another Super Bowl. Honestly, it was the one the Chiefs should have won, but D Ford, I know. I know, I know he, he, he wore this. So that is Tom Brady. 
This is NWO Tom Brady. And then the music hits. The Brahma Bull comes up on the on the board. Lightning just firing everywhere. And the Chiefs run out. Look, that is exactly what this is. Hollywood Hogan and The Rock. You are talking about the greatest to ever play this game. Stepping into the Super Bowl at home against what many believe to be his predecessor. They just do. Mahomes has already got his MVP. He's already got his Super Bowl MVP. He already, like, he owns part of the Royals. Does he own any of of Sporting KC yet? Because I think he does as well. He basically is, is now all of Kansas City. He is KC. In this city, which had only won one Super Bowl, Lynn Dawson, Super Bowl four, we all remember. Well, we weren't there, but we know. And then Mahomes comes in. Three years ago, Patriots, Chiefs, AFC Championship game. What was it like? Minute and a half, two minutes to go. Brady gets the tie because of the offsides. That was the interception. And the Chiefs lose. Mahomes gets his revenge last year. Really, it wasn't revenge because it wasn't in the AFC Championship game, but he gets his revenge going up to New England, beating the Patriots there. Once again, beats Tom Brady this in the regular season at Raymond James where the game is going to be taking place. But now, look, there's one thing, okay? This this is this is this is the reason why this is WrestleMania 18 and this is The Rock versus Hollywood Hogan. Because you're not just getting Hulk Hogan. Like if you've ever watched a Hulk Hogan match, you have that moment where okay, he's getting his tail beat. Like he's getting his tail beat and you're like, "Oh, okay. All right. This man's about to lose." Then what happens? Get him on the mat. At some point in time, the guy he is facing decides that he just wants to punch him. And what happens? That god-awful, bold, balding thing that he had. He starts shaking his head like this. His hair is flapping in his face. It's really nasty. He does that whole lip thing. That He's doing that. And then, boom. You get the finger point. It's over. Boot. Leg drop, ball game. When the regular season ends, that is when Tom Brady starts to shake his head, starts to go, and in your head, you can hear that, I am a real American. You can hear all of that. I mean, it is just going in your head, and the crowd's going wild. Everybody knows. It's the Hulk finish. That is Tom Brady in the playoffs. Now, at some point in time, everybody taps out. 
at some point in time, every single wrestler loses their last match. Except for The Undertaker. He won his last match. But everybody else loses their last match. And now, you have The Rock, the most electrifying man in the NFL, going up against Hollywood Tom Brady, going up against the GOAT, half Patriot, half Buck, which if anybody knows history, that really doesn't mix, especially if you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. But none of that mixes, okay? How crazy is it, though? I mean, really? Tom Brady picked a random football team. He did. He got a map out, and he just went... Hey, Giselle, we're going to Tampa. Why do you want to go to Tampa? I don't know. Let's just let's just take them to the Super Bowl. They haven't been to the Super Bowl in 18 years. By the way, you know what happened 18 years ago? WrestleMania 18. 2002. Look it up. Tom Brady took a random team that was 500 last year and he took them and he has taken them to the Super Bowl. He's 60 minutes away from winning like his 27th Super Bowl out of like 50 tries. I think he's played in every Super Bowl except for the ones that Mahomes has played in. Like, I really do think that. But that is how amazing next Sunday is going to be. Because, look, I don't care what your fandom is. If it's Chiefs, I know we have some Cowboys fans on here. We have some Steelers fans on here. I know that we've got plenty of those people, okay? You have got to admire what the GOAT has done. Regardless to if you like him or not, you have to admire what the GOAT has done. That is why for the next week and a half, just sit back and have fun with this game. Because I promise you, I promise you, and I'm about, I'm Gracie, I know you're watching. I'm about to get out to give guys on, I'm about to, about to get them out. Because if Mahomes beats the GOAT, that's it. Brady can't come back from that. He literally went to a different conference just to have to face Mahomes again. Look, this loss would have happened last year at Arrowhead if the Patriots had gotten past the Titans. This loss would have happened then. But the Patriots and Brady decide he wants to throw a pick six on his last drive as a Patriot and instead of getting instead of getting New England in the rematch in the AFC Championship game back at Arrowhead, you get the Titans down ten, and then Mahomes decides to go off. We the run, all that stuff. It was amazing. So look, I know what I'm gonna do. I know that on the air, I'm playing as much Kansas City music as possible. In fact, I need you to do me a favor. Follow me at Joe Huck. Send me Kansas City related songs that I can play on my radio station in Huntsville, Alabama throughout all this week and all of next week. I'm doing the Tomahawk Chop every time that we come on the air. 
I've got Tech Nine going. I've already done Red Kingdom, KC Mo. I've already done all that. I need some more Kansas City music. Maybe I need to talk to the boys and, and, and go to Run Your Mouth, and I need to listen to some more of those podcasts to get some more KC ideas about Kansas City rap that I could play over the course of the next 10 days or so. All right, we got to go. 3B is coming up here in just about nine minutes. If you have not done so, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on the Apple Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button, the like button. If you're watching us on on Periscope slash Twitter, if you're watching us on YouTube, or if you're watching us on KCP and on Facebook, give us the like, give us the share. We will be back next week, and then we will get into some X's and O's. Okay, there's some goods and bads in this. The bad being the fact that the offensive line is yet again without, you know, it's starting offensive lineman, but it's okay. Because as long as 15 is, is taking the snaps, it's good. But you are down another lineman. We know Eric Fisher, done. Achilles injury, bad. Defensive line's really good. But it's not Green Bay's defensive line and not their defense. All right, next week, we the fans right here I may be in the garage again who cares three B's are coming up next they're going to be talking about Journey Pro if you do not know about Journey Pro make sure that you're paying attention it is local Kansas City professional wrestling it is beautiful they're also going to be previewing the Royal Rumble which is coming up on Sunday And, of course, we're still celebrating the Chiefs' win. I will talk to you next week on We The Fans. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzel.